about January 1st at midnight is the look on the guy at Walmart's face when it's 12.01 and you're like, I want a picture. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Do you really shoot the, shoot the halibut once you get him close to the surface? We just shoot the halibut every Thursday. Fellas, get back in that current. <laughs> I love it. I hate That's alright. I hate me too, but it's okay, right? <laughs> like a really fat branch, definitely. <laughs> Should we just fast forward to the part where I say, so you got skunked? <laughs> I have a yeah. question for you. So you came to yeah. the right place, but no, I listen. <laughs> And we are back. You are listening to the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting with the people, skills, and products you can trust. You can trust them. You can them. trust them. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in the current right now, boys. Ah, I do like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. There's a reason we're in the current tonight, Steve, and I can see the smile on your face yeah, already. I've been grinning all week long. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, anyway, without further ado, I'm Ryan. Who do I got with me tonight? I'm Steve. I'm Catfish. And this is Logan. Oh, my. You hear that? What? We've got Mr. Catfish in the house, and he brought with him none other than the Logan. The Logan. I believe we might have had Logan on talking once or twice on the podcast. Yeah, but over at Lake Mead. I not think. nearly as much as we talk about Logan. No. Am I right? That's right. No. So to make Stevie happy, he's been uh, all up in arms oh, here recently about all the deer, deer hunting that's deer, been going on. Deer, <laughs> white tail, white tail. Right. I called in a favor and uh, Catfish brought over Logan because these boys... Have been killing There's it. There's been too much rut and not enough river. <laughs> Lacey asked me what I wanted for Christmas. Okay. So, not jumping ahead, but Logan got a Lawrence for his kayak. Did you? So, oh, I, yeah. she said, what do you want? You're like, I don't know what you want this year. You got everything. I said, yeah, I'm good. She said, I would like a Lawrence for my kayak. Yeah. Like Logan. Sure. She said, you have a fish finder. It's Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Follow him around. Well, what would be new? That's not a terrible idea. No. Before we let Logan talk, uh-huh. why don't we Oh why don't you tell us a little bit about this month's sponsor? I right? probably should do that. Thanks for keeping me in check, Stevie. Mm-hmm. This month's episodes are brought to you in part by Protection First Class Outdoors. PFC lubes were designed and developed to protect and lubricate your firearms, your bows, your tree stands. Heck, all your outdoor equipment. What about fishing rods? Absolutely fishing rods, Stevie. You know it. No way. You know it. Guys, I'm telling you, this stuff was originally designed to use an automotive undercoating. Now, don't get more corrosive than that. I heard that. That's true. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, buddy. Does it leave a film or residue? Absolutely not, Brian. No film, no residue. This stuff isn't going to harm the bluing on your firearms, any other kind of finish you got on any of your other outdoor products. This stuff is the ticket. And what now? Wait. I bet it freezes. It does not freeze, Bucky. What? But there's one more thing I got to tell you about. This stuff will also act as a cover scent. You got how many? Me. How many times have you ever taken a well-protected and lubricated piece of equipment in the outdoors? It stinks, boys. It yes, stinks. It does. Not this stuff. They got the earth and the pine cover scent mixed right into the lubricant. Wow. They Come thought on. of everything. That's right, guys. Make sure you head on over to pfcoutdoors.com. Check out everything they got going on over there. Pick up some of that lube. It's the ticket. Do love that lube. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Now, Logan, yeah. have you used uh, any kind of lube like the PFCs to keep... Uh, your fish and tackle in order? No, I have not. No? You don't know what you're missing, by I'm telling you. We did all, we had a total rod restoration day at my house. Really? I have I been discombobulated with yeah. this garage for about 17 years. <laughs> and I asked Logan. Give or take. I, said, I have some fish and stuff laying around. Can you please come help me? And we had a fishing organization day. No where way. He, Logan come over and put boxes together for... For, for flounder and snakeheads and had a good time doing that. And then he turned his attention to the ceiling and went, that all needs new line. Like everything. So we relined everything. And it's a school party. Yes. Oh. I, com- I completely ripped everything off. 
Speaking yeah. of lube, those those Akuma bait runners, yeah. Yeah. they had been sitting there so long, they were golded. Really? They were golded up. And we had to we had to go inside and do some surgery. They're good now, but I, I've never seen a reel completely lock up from hanging it on the ceiling. Mm-mm. No kidding. And I think it's because we took them saltwater fishing, and I don't oh. think I... Oops. Yeah, I don't think I rinsed them off. Quickly. That'll do it, huh? Yeah. Well, if you yeah. if you dip them in the surf quick before you leave, yeah, that's, that's not gonna that's not gonna cut it. Drag them through the sand a little bit. Yeah, the sand knocks off the <laughs> reacts with the salt. Yeah, to, it's it's a science. I don't want to really get into it. Right now. <laughs> it's, it's probably for the best. <laughs> I think probably for the best. Uh, so how do you even start that? Like that? I've I've off like I I have rods and stuff and like. It's like everybody else, four, five, six, ten different places. I have stuff everywhere. Like, where do you, well, how do you start? So you did it by species. You organized by species. I called Logan and okay. told Logan to do it, yes. But yes, he. <laughs> yeah, I did everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was cleaning the rest of the garage. Well, he did that. I'm very quick at it. <laughs> That's not a bad deal. No. Hey, Logan, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, you. I guarantee you have less stuff than him. Oh, I'm sure, but I could still have you do it for me, and it would save me some time. Yeah. I, here, yeah. You know how hard it is when you're looking for something, you don't have it, so you just buy it. Uh-huh. You know it. Yeah. Stevie knows it, but he usually buys it on sale. <laughs> I have no less. We found out I have no less than probably 30 brand new spools of braid really? that I never knew <laughs> oh, wow. that I had shoved in corners and dresser drawers and everything. And then when you couldn't find it, you bought another one. Yeah. Yes. Shoved that one yes. in a different drawer. So now we're good. That's what. That's why we did the whole reline every rod. Yeah, you might as well at that point. We're good to go now. But it is tough. If you really want to organize your fishing tackle, uh-huh. it does take making a giant mess first. To break it down and get it all together, because there's you got to remember there's there's hooks there's that, that are starting to rust. You got to get all that old stuff out of the new stuff. Yeah, it's actually sad. You got to throw some good stuff out that might be questionable. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. using it because you don't want a rusted hook in your tackle with your good stuff because it makes everything rust. Yeah, it, so a, sh- a shopping spree. Yes, definitely does good too. It doesn't hurt, huh? We bought so much stuff from gander outdoors oh yeah well i mean when everything's that that much on sale you know the discounts 70 80 percent yeah yeah it's time to do some restocking anyway (laughs) but how much fun are days like that it is because they're really like the only thing i really like better than archery hunting Mm -hmm. is that couple of weeks before the season when it's time to get the gear ready Mm -hmm. you know i'd start doing all of the laundry and while that stuff is in the washer or I throw it over into the dryer then I'm down here in the basement and I'm getting bags ready and I'm you know just finding all of the gear that I had just yeah. finish up last year and you throw it in a bin mm-hmm. it's amazing how you can take it for granted the difference between success and failure when you're out fishing yeah. is organization for instance when we were down in the Florida Keys on that bridge yeah, I was not prepared trying to time braid to mono and 80 mile an hour winds on a Florida nuts. Key bridge. I was having a difficult time. It sounds terrible. I'm glad I wasn't there. Yes. But <laughs> when we go down, when you go blue cat fishing or on the kayaks or snakehead fishing, if your stuff isn't organized yeah, and learn true. from your past mistakes, yeah. you can eat up a lot of time that yeah. bait's not in the water. And bait in the water, it's like sitting in a tree stand. How's the best way to kill a deer? More time in a tree stand is mm-hmm. the key. Bait in the water. You know, if you're retying and fighting with stuff and looking for stuff and you don't know where things are, it eats up a lot of your trip. Yeah, yeah that's so. that's just it. And once you've got a system, mm-hmm. then, you know, those days that you spend prepping all your gear the next year, like all of a sudden you guys probably, well, you guys may have been on a snakehead trip in the last couple of weeks, but most people haven't been on a snakehead <laughs> trip in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, you know what you need for that. You have a system for a snakehead trip. And when you go to, to get that gear together, that's just so much fun for me. It is. Now, Logan's made a grab and go now. Like just, I this take, says snakehead. On it. That's a snake. Yes. I take the least amount of stuff as possible. Nice. Uh, my my kayak is not that way. My kayak has lots of stuff on it yeah. because I throw all the fish on his kayak. So his kayak's <laughs> the cooler. Plan. What makes you? How did you come to that decision? T- take as least 
Look, but what drove you to, to that? Minimalism. You're not you're yeah. not speaking Stevie's language. Yeah, but yeah, I'd li- yeah. I'd like to. I, it, it's leaves, really been something. It leaves more room for extra uh, shopping bags of plastic shopping yeah. bags yeah. that he can throw <laughs> throw more stuff in. Exactly. Mainly, say you go snakehead fishing. Really, all you need is a couple spinner baits, mm-hmm. couple topwater frogs, and some swim baits. And but like, what what happens while you're down there? The crappie bites hot or something I, like i don't worry about that <laughs> no i will say that yeah when, when we that's go, the only other thing yeah when I, go, I, I get it i i do I, it's man when i go fishing with logan he it's species specific really yeah it's hard to turn his head to I, another species yeah now that's it, it's always there's one exception to that everywhere we go if the stripers are biting it instantly turns mm-hmm. into a striper fish yeah, yeah. Yep. So you keep one extra, you know, bin well, you in your stuff. Well, usually swim that. baits or something okay. like that. A couple jerk baits. The difference between going pier fishing with Stevie and fishing kayaks with Logan is much different. Stevie has a cart. When we went striper fishing, <laughs> yeah, we had everything but a pier net, like everything, everything but. Yeah. Remember those days? That one thing. I do. I remember that well. Yeah, and then uh, does your cart have a pier net on it now? I had a pier net. I just didn't have it with me. Right. We weren't expecting to fish from the pier that day. No. Yeah. I've often said Stevie has no piers. No piers? So. <laughs> that was a fun day, though. It I'll was. bet. Watching catfish hang over the edge, having some <laughs> some random guy hold his feet so he can hand line a <laughs> I've spent a lot 40 of days. 40-pound striper up off the... Some of the best fishing days are spent halfway in the water. I got to admit. I that yeah, that was one of them. That sounds almost like uh, maybe you have a story of recent recent no. days. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I wanted to talk about maybe a, a species specific trip that you boys might have just recently done. I saw some pictures. <laughs> Blue cat fishing on the Potomac was. Is that right? Uh, it was an adventure. When was this? This was like just days ago, right? A couple days ago. It was 5 a.m. January 1st. Yeah. The first was day. It was January 1st. Because uh, my Lacey, God bless her heart, mm-hmm. and Chris Fish that I speak about on the podcast mm-hmm. kept me out till 1 in the morning to watch 20 seconds worth of fireworks. <laughs> oh, my. The Gettysburg Square. <laughs> yeah. And I've said quite a few times that evening, I, I have to go fishing in the morning. Do they drop something in Gettysburg? They did, actually. Like, I know in Dillsburg, they uh, drop a pickle. pickle. Yeah. Right, but what do yeah. they drop in Gettysburg? A cannonball. It's uh, fake. Makes sense. that. Well, yeah. it's, they're not going to drop a real one, so you get true. hurt. How do you drop a pickle? <laughs> How, that's kind of anticlimactic, isn't it? You yeah. just drop a pickle? I think it's just... Is it like uh, a big pickle, some, at least? You realize when you're in New York City and they drop an apple, it's yeah. not a real apple, right? Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Steve, you got to get out more, bud. It's the first I'm hearing this. So this cannonball is probably uh, just a you know a ball of lights in the shape of a cannonball. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And then they have some fireworks that don't last real long. No. But it's nice. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. That's cool. Moe's Cajun catfish trailers there selling Cajun catfish of all things. Mm. I don't... It's not something you typically just run into it's like one of the only food trailers yeah. yeah but he's he actually is set up in gettysburg like all week long he does very good his cajun food oh, a lot could, of cajun seafood we could have supplied him pretty good yes we Monday. could have. so what'd you do it was once you finally a, got to go to bed we spoke about going blue cat fishing on the first we want to start the year off right yeah sure. and it's a i good had, way. just like every other trip in my life i had went back and forth i'm not in bed it's 2 30 i'm not going but i can't sleep so at 4 30 i said all right i'm going get back up and he texted me i'm still awake so we we loaded the i went over his house we loaded the kayaks up and we had had bait i have uh i have some really big shad that i had kept and frozen from when we went fishing with the poconos outdoor guys with george and them yeah those big ones yeah some of these guys brought some back to me bucky and them Mm -hmm. they worked tremendous we'll get to that however like uh yeah they were like blue cat crack no Mm -hmm. kidding yeah huh uh and then you know my truck recently had a tree fall on it so it was it's not real easy to drive down through virginia in the beltways with no mirror (laughs) Oh, and oh, with a my. giant kayaks on the back, but 
we did. We made it down. We didn't get there till after daylight. There was no rush. It was cold out, uh, and the wind was pretty pretty whipping that morning. But, yeah. Uh, and we never got a chance to really talk about that. But I mean, your truck took a pretty substantial sized tree, it and it was did. mostly now. You know, I don't want to undersell it here. There was some da- some damage, but mostly superficial. The truck was still drivable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you were able to still get down there. That's good. Yeah. Didn't want to ruin the new year. No, I mean, not going to let that stop you. No, it looked it's like it's going to take more than a tree to slow down <laughs> old catfish when it comes to fishing. Yeah. The truck doesn't look horrible. It looks like a herd of zebras ran over the hood, and you know the like it has a lot of little dents. And then the A pillar. I heard of small zebras. Yeah, I heard of small zebras. <laughs> So where did where did we end up going anyhow? That was down at um We went to Bellhaven Marina. Yeah. Right below the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. On the Virginia side. Yeah. Oh. Four ninety five. This day was filled with great joy and great pain. Uh-oh. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong for me. That's a normal day, though, yes. bud. And That's... every time I had something go wrong, I would look over and Logan had another blue cat on laughing at. <laughs> That's a normal day, though, was, bud. Yeah. So far, it sounds like uh, par for the course. Yeah. And I have to back oh. up. We always back up. That's the back up. <laughs> I actually met Mr. Logan when he was about 14, mm-hmm. fishing off of his grandmother's dog. And... uh we ended up fishing together one day and pretty much have you know been together ever since fishing so it's been a long time right um in my fishing career with logan him laughing at me while something's happening is generally the the norm that's the standard (laughs) (laughs) i'm tangled up or i'm hung up in the rocks or you know it don't i lost a fish while reeling in another while he's reeling in another fish that's and i you know i used to be really just spiteful about it yeah i used to be you're over it now though it's actually sounds like it i i take those opportunities to sit back and eat my sandwich or my Uh, whatchamacallit and chuckle and go go get them like it's yeah now it's funny. Like 114 to 18. I'm not, no, no, no bringing numbers up here. <laughs> There's no, no numbers. I can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and to prove my point, my, my point is this. So we leave the boat ramp, and we got the little two horn, horsepower Hondas on the back of the new canoes, which is a phenomenal pairing. Yeah. Um, they look quick. Mm-hmm. We head out from the boat ramp, and uh, I have my new suit on that Lacey got me it's uh from striker it's like for ice fishing oh, yeah but it floats yeah i wanted to ask you about that suit how great oh, is that it's true. i don't want to sidetrack your story but it was cold and i was sweating really huh like i was and i had a pair of sweatpants on in the bibs and that's it like from the bottoms to, yeah i was it was super comfortable so they're day. but they're not waiters right they're not waiters mm-hmm. like no. they're not waiters but they're gonna keep you warm should you get submerged correct yes. that's the whole idea behind it okay yeah. so they're waterproof so if you're in fishing in the rain stuff like mm-hmm. that they're great okay yep the, the water can still get between your boots and the bottom of the pant legs yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like was, any other was, bibs they could get down but between your chest if you got submerged yeah so you would be cold but so they'll they keep aren't, you afloat they aren't replacements for waders that's mm-hmm. what i was wondering no so at those if you were sitting wondering. on the kayak seat or a bucket all day long with the the whole entire outfit on you would not get wet like you nice. they're they're like frog togs on steroids yeah yeah so you probably didn't get wet uh, you were sweating a little bit, I suppose. I was, uh, I, I was sweating a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was sweating a circum circumstance later on in the day a lot. Uh, huh. But we, but starting out, we went, we left the boat ramp and we made it sixty yards, sixty yards, yeah. and we're having a good time and we're motoring out, and I'm turning the GoPro on and I feel this lightest little bump on the bottom of the kayak. Nothing. I hit a bluegill. Yeah. <laughs> what what. Man, I pulled a. Remember when you hit the rocks? Uh huh. I, I I smashed my shear pin oh. on a smurged log. Oh, oh no! We made it sixty yards before the day. The stick was like three feet long. Oh man! <laughs> I never saw it. Logan's like ah, uh, bang. Yeah. So <laughs> anyhow, turn around, drags me back in, fixes my motor for me as I walk around, go prone. I don't have to do anything with Logan. It's nice. That's a good deal. Yeah. You just have I, a whole bucket of shear pins in the back I of the truck. Actually, I took shear pin <laughs> his spare. I have one left on my motor. Uh-oh. I'm like, I don't have any of them. Do you put that in my motor, would you? 
So uh, I totally know what it was like yeah. when your mom got beat up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and like that noise that the RPMs make yeah, when it's, it's just spinning, but it just skyrocketed. I was sitting there and told Logan, I said, I'm pretty sure I snapped my shear pin because I ain't going nowhere. But do you hear that? I got her peg. <laughs> do you hear that? <laughs> so. Uh, long story short, we uh, we headed out fishing, cut some bait up. It got windy, and then it got windier, and then it got windier. Ooh. So, uh, and here's the weird thing: like if you're going side to side, it don't feel good. If if the waves are coming at you, picking you up from the front, yeah, it doesn't feel good. But when you're on anchor and they're picking you up, white capping behind you, Ooh. so you're being picked Ooh. up from behind. I was getting a little. I didn't get nauseous yet, but I was getting like. This sucks. Let's move. Let's uh, find a safe yeah. one. And Logan took us up underneath that bridge. What bridge is that? In the 495 bridge. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we're looking. Nothing yet. We're looking. And uh, we fish up there a little bit. And it was out of the wind. But I got so much water in the kayak, I had to go to land, get it out. I was having troubles. And you well, got this fish new fish finder running. Yeah, he's assuming, yeah, the right? one that chuckles at you. You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know you got that special features. Yeah. It's like the navigation system. When you make a wrong turn and it doesn't just tell you to turn around, it's like, hey, dumbass. It was that way. Yeah. Yeah. While he went back to land to empty his kayak, I was doing laps yeah. back and forth. Just checking. Just checking for fish. He and, did say, do you need help? And I went, no. That was hypothetical. I meant yes. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. We had a slow start. It, you know, uh, we did go up fish under the bridge, and uh, Logan was right. He said we should stay out in the wind, and mm-hmm. sure enough, when I then I done lost my anchor. That sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Just misplaced it, or no? It got caught up on. <laughs> Where's that anchor at? Where did I? Oh put my that? god! This day, I tell you what. So, and then when I got on land to try to empty the kayak out with water, because I got a bunch of water in it, because um, it was choppy and water was coming in the back. I'm heavier, so it's coming in the back. Um, finally, got all the water out. I slipped and fell off the log there onto my knee on the mud. Oh. We go up onto the bridge. My my anchor gets hung up on something, and I'm stuck fishing in the same place for an hour because I have to wait for him to come back because I can't get it loose. And we ended up cutting it. He tried to pull it with the motor and everything. It it wasn't coming. Not going. So I went over to the land and I climbed up. And all these, there I say, rich people, like fancy mm-hmm. people. They're they're running this track that's along the river, yeah. right next to these fancy houses. And I'm up underneath the bridge trying to find a rock to tie to my anchor rope. <laughs> covered in, you know, covered in cut bait. And, you know, they're looking at me. And I, know, I don't want to shut the motor off. It's running. Got Do you to- mind if I borrow this landscaping stone? <laughs> Pretty much. I motored away. Yeah, once now, again, he's deal. gone. Now, I got I to gotta stop the story for a second and go back and clarify something. Because... What kind of anchor were you running? Are you running one of the ones with the collapsible? The, the collapsible ones. Now you, Catfish, taught me how to tie the anchor rope properly so that should you need to, you could bust it loose and pull from the bottom so it collapses on top of itself and pulls free. It would not. The reason being when you pulled huh. on it, it wasn't just stuck. It was stuck on something that would move. There was like, like another rope or something. Was it uh, five uh, or six feet of Goliath grouper. Somebody else's anchor. Somebody else's anchor. Yeah. I think it was a Goliath grouper. Or a grouper. I'm going to go with that. I mean, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. (laughs) I I mean, you might as well put a metal hose clamp on it. It wasn't breaking. Oh, boy. So I tied a big rock off to my to my nice. anchor rope and i went out to meet up with what Logan. kind of knot do you tie a rock on with because i've tried that before rock and knot. it just slips right out i <laughs> used a piece of uh the ratchet strap the flat strap yeah if you have a piece of that if you can tie a flat strap to a rock it won't come loose but you tie it like a package yeah and an x around it mm-hmm. and then uh tie a good knot in it and leave a loop on it so you can you know tie off to the loop like huh. you're wrapping a christmas present. that's what i was thinking huh uh, unfortunately, I went out to meet up with Logan. So rock knot wouldn't work. No, no. no. wouldn't hold. Is there a the thing called windy. a rock knot? <laughs> the old there rock is knot. now. <laughs> I tied a rock knot in it. <laughs> Logan was right. I get out there; he's catching fish. Mm-hmm. Out where we started in the wind, and I didn't want to fish in because I don't like the wind. Yeah, he was right, and uh, I should have listened. All the fish were shallow. They were. They're in like eight to ten feet of water. 
We're in 70 feet of water down there, and they're all up in wow. 10, 12 feet. I thought you meant that they were shallow and the fact that they didn't want to talk to you guys. They were hanging out with all the rich people. <laughs> they were running the track with the rich folks. <laughs> the rich blue cats. <laughs> they are. <laughs> no, you're good. It's true. The snobby blue cats. <laughs> Why do you think they were shallow? Water temp. Yep. Oh. That's where the bait was. It was warmer? Yep. And we were fishing yeah. right on that ledge, right where it drops. And the channel was 38 degrees. Out on the flats, it was 42. Yeah. Isn't that great? Four degrees. Makes a difference. Makes a difference, yeah. They, uh, once we got out there and actually started fishing, this was a couple, you know, an hour, two hours into our day. There they were. It was, it was pretty magical. Caught a lot of fish. Yeah. But the wind then started picking up tremendously. And I jumped in behind a buoy or a, a barge, a barge, a big barge. Like yeah. you could park 20, 30 trucks on it. It had a, it had a boom crane on it and a boat parked on it. You know, wow. you could run laps on it. And Did he know you were there? No, there was nobody working. Oh, okay. I just tied off to it and that kept me out of the wind. Yeah. Well, that helps. Yeah. Nice. And then once I was actually, I guess as I'm getting older, I like, I don't mind rain and I don't mind cold. I don't like the wind. Yeah. I am not a fan. No matter what I'm doing, hunting, fishing. I was say, that's how I feel when I'm hunting. I don't like the wind and it was windy. Yeah. It was white capping type of stuff. And <laughs> guess what? My rock wouldn't hold me still. So I needed to pick a bigger <laughs> rock. So as I fished behind this barge for a while, I saw Logan, Logan motored out 60, 70 yards from me and I see him pulling him in. And I caught six, you know, small ones sitting by the barge. But I knew. That's where they were. That's where they all were, where he was. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying hypothetically I had to pee and walked up on the barge and, you know, Found stretched my legs. But Ooh. there was a nice piece of scrap junk metal up there that I added to the rock, which then would hold me still. <laughs> this is shaped like an anchor. Yes. It looked like one of those uh, them things Pike has that he puts on the end of his barbell. It's like a round weight with a hole in it. Yeah. It looked like one Pike, of them. Yeah. And it was rusted to death. I don't think they needed it. <laughs> nah. It was laying in a pile of scrap stuff. So I borrowed Some that. guy on a barge just saying, where's my rusty round piece of scrap right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I showed up out to Logan. I'm like, I'm good now. And he's laughing. I'm like, look what I found. I got a rock and a big piece of steel. But uh, Did the trick. Yeah, we did good. We, I got out and sat beside him. The wind, he's like, oh, it ain't windy no more. I got out there and anchored and here it come. Yeah. Oh, white cap and. I'm gonna let you tell what happens next because I, I don't think I have, I don't have the, I don't have it in me to tell that story. Uh oh, this must be good. This is the good part, uh, Stevie. I can't wait. So, I move spots, move down river about a hundred yards. Mm hmm. Now, what what caused you to move down there? Just to try a different area. Separate yourself we, from we catfish. It, no, we caught enough fish in that area. <laughs> You yeah, want to fish it out. We probably caught 20 blue cats right there, so okay. you want to move around a little Just bit. Just to get sure. a different okay. spot of baits. Gotcha. So as I move, I set up. I'm sitting there for about three or four minutes. Mm -hmm. All I hear is, Logan! <laughs> <laughs> I just look He's up. He's calling for you. <laughs> He's sitting there, motor... On the kayak, sitting sideways. He's sitting up there doing donuts. Uh, uh oh. <laughs> you riding side saddle? <laughs> I was pretty much on my belly with my legs in the water. <laughs> yeah, quit goofing around. I'm fishing. I did too. Stop testing that striker ice suit. <laughs> All I hear is, I need some help. <laughs> oh, no. How long have you known me? Have I ever yelled for help? No. <laughs> this was a yell for help situation. Oh, man. Oh, boy. As I, I was also going to move down, and when I did, I pulled the I pulled the cord on the two horsepower Honda, to mm -hmm. you know fired up and get moving. And when I did, it was in full throttle, uh -oh. which threw me off balance. Wow! And uh, now remember, it's white capping, it's windy, and the long extension handle that you would use to control it. Actually, that's a really important part of the story. I don't think we we got to lay this out for people. You're on a new canoe. I am on a new yeah. canoe. 12, these 12-footers? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you, you've got the two-and-a-half-horsepower Hondas on the back of these new canoes, and you use an extension handle 
so that you can run the motor from your seat. Correct. Which yeah. is pretty much center of the 12-foot kayak, yeah. Yeah. right? Correct. It has a centrifugal clutch so uh, and throttle on it, so yeah. you don't have to put it in gear. When you start it, it's in gear. If you don't give it throttle, it don't do nothing. Right. You give it throttle, it goes. Um, almost like your old mini bikes when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. There's no gears in it. Yeah. So when you start this up, and you know you you know just twist the the throttle and give it some gas and you go. Unfortunately, when I pulled the cord, it was on full throttle and didn't realize it, and it threw me off balance. The extension wow. handle, all you know, three and a half feet of it, fell in the water. So if you would put your arm out the window at sixty miles an hour, what happens to your cupped hand? It gets pulled backwards. Oh, yes. So did my extension handle. The water pulled it backwards, then which turned the motor ninety degrees to my kayak. You couldn't quite reach that handle I on couldn't. full throttle. I couldn't do anything. I was going in circles as fast as a two horsepower would push. Oh no. A hundred pound kayak. Oh no. Into the chop. Pretty fast. Wow. Which threw me halfway off the kayak. Oh, From Logan's perspective. That goes in a circle pretty quick. <laughs> well, the thing is, about the time I looked up, it turned around. The engine like hit sideways and spun him back the other way. Oh. It, it was like riding oh, a bowl. <laughs> I, I, I did about four. I did about four or six circles one way, and then like on a dime, change direction. This this bowl changed direction. <laughs> And now, remember, I'm halfway off the kayak on one side, so when it's going the other way, it's trying to drag me under it, my leg. And so, I'm trying to climb onto oh, it. Uh, I could and see catfish that, out there in the middle of the river. I'm Luke Perry! <laughs> <laughs> now, now, as I recollect, I didn't yell for help, but I had to go back to the GoPro footage. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yelling, Logo, get me the hell out of the water! I'm gonna die! <laughs> Well, I mean, to, to answer your earlier question, I've never heard you ask for help. No. Let yeah. alone yell for yeah. help. Yeah. Well, about this time, uh, my rod bends over. Yeah. I catch a fish while he's doing this. <laughs> yeah. So when you're yelling for your best good bud. Be right there. Your, your, your best fishing bud that's supposed to be out there to watch your back. Float suit or no float suit. Sure. You're dizzy from spinning, holding on for life, and you look up and he's reeling a fish in laughing at you yet again. It was when I yell for help. I mean, I need help. I'm trying to think of carousel jokes or something. Yeah, me too. Nothing's coming. Logan yells, "Reach for the gold ring! I'll be there in a minute." I'll be there in a second, but I'm reeling a fish in. I'm like, "No, now I'm gonna die." So I did get back up on the kayak and uh, like dove over the seat to hit the stop oh, button, my. which was hard to get to. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, I don't really know what happened, but it, at the same, I got the thing under control, mm -hmm. and I get back in my seat, and the whole thing's full water again, and uh, I was trying to reflect on what happened, and here, no, no, there's no blame on Honda or the new canoe. It's my fault. The actual tiller handle itself has a cruise control set knob, so if you put it at a certain throttle you can turn the knob over and lock it so you don't uh, have to hold it and okay and here i had tightened that too much so when i shut uh, it off it was in full throttle and i just reached back and shut it off to drift into place right so when i started it up it was in full throttle oh, and my. i would have just turned it off had i had the handle to do that with mm -hmm. so but just that just that one little bump caught you off guard correct and, and or, when that handle took off yes i was never then, then it's hold on I've never been a big believer of, and this don't listen to this, kids. Always wear that little thing Kill that switch. kills the mm -hmm. motor. Yeah. That red cable. That red cable was clipped to the motor where I couldn't reach it. Yeah. So I've learned a lesson in bad weather. It would have been very helpful to have that clipped to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have been I guess in that you, pull, you pull that and the motor shuts off. Great. And you're back in business. If you'd have been Logan, by yourself. Logan's none the wiser. I did six turns one way, six or seven the other way. Well, that should have straightened you right up. It did. I mean, you get dizzy. Yeah. The crazy you spin part, the other way, the you're other fine. Way. The crazy part was, was once I got it all set up, I still didn't put two and two together. I fired it up. I ended halfway across the river <laughs> because it was still in full throttle. And I couldn't figure out why I couldn't oh, turn yeah. it down because uh. I had to set control set in the back. So, once again, I'm going full tilt, full water, have to turn around on my seat Forward. to shut it off. He made it about three-quarters of the way across. Oh, yeah. boy. 
It was a good time. We caught lots of fish. And well, I mean, the pictures look great. You guys did. You you boated quite a number of blue cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How wet were you after all that? Oh, wet enough to be cold. The, I bet. When you're, I don't know how to explain this. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you take a, you know, when you uh, vacuum seal something mm-hmm. and it's supposed to, like, keep, you know, the air out mm-hmm. and then everything freezes underneath it, that's pretty much oh. what that suit turned into. <laughs> Because even though it was keeping me dry, it was keeping me wet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. On the inside. Oh my! How long did you guys stay after that? A while, a couple hours. Just... Yeah. About mm. four o'clock or so, the temperature starts dropping. Yeah, dropping. yeah. Once that sun gets low, man. Then we pretty much decided to call it quits. You were talking about bait a little bit earlier. What, what, what did you want to? What oh. did you want to get into with that? No, I was saying when we went down there shad fishing in Delaware, mm-hmm. those big shad we were catching. Yeah, I had a few of those frozen, and I yeah. took them down, and I cut one of them up. And every time I threw a piece of that out, I got another blue cat. It was now what I'm not for sure what kind of shad we were catching because there's lots of shad. Those were uh, American, American, American shad. shad yeah. yeah, those blue cats love them things. Huh. So they worked great for bait. Little those were huge. Too. Guess, mm-hmm. guess you we get got, a lot of bait out of one of them. Guess we got another reason to head down. Yeah, keep all of them and freeze them. They they work great. That's pretty early in the season too. You got trout and then that stuff will come in right mm-hmm. not long after. When do we do Aprilish? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was all the mishaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you do with the that fish? Was enough. <laughs> Did you eat any yet? Yeah, Did yeah, you? they're way better than channel cats or flatheads. Really? Yeah, they they taste a lot better, sweeter. Yeah, a lot whiter, a lot whiter meat. Oh. Is there cheek meat on a blue cat? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I didn't look close <laughs> enough. I was pretty tired when we got home. Yeah. <laughs> Now we did have I probably think, seventy pounds of blue cats oh in the back. Man. Of this I'm gonna, guy. I'm gonna guess not because if you think about like a catfish's face, yeah, not that catfish's face, <laughs> <laughs> the aquatic catfish. Oh, gotcha. The way that that mouth sits, there. I mean, obviously there are cheek muscles, but it's not like on a walleye. They're right. You know, the, the, it's like a the head's this way. Jaw, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just did some visual yeah. stuff for yeah, the podcast right. listeners. Sorry about that. No, but it, I don't think there is, actually. Yeah. There ain't much under there. Can't be. Mm-mm. Well, anyhow, yeah, we had fun. The The new year started off with... Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, you can't hardly ask for a better first day of the year. So I, when you get home soaking wet, yeah, and you've got all these catfish to clean... I cleaned mine the next day. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I cleaned mine that night, although, you know, there was gear that was soaking wet yeah. stuff to put away and my kayak was so wet even the hatch the things were in the hatch were wet that's yeah. how bad it was it's trying to get all that out and lay it out and like like said earlier even every hook i had to lay out so they didn't rust right yeah it took a while is, is that water brackish at all or is it down lower yeah not where you're at no probably had to get down about 25 30 miles lower okay so you don't have to worry about Salt water in your real in your no. okumas. Nope. Nah. No. Bull shark. Hit it with some of that. about a bull shark. Yeah. Hit it with some of that PFC stuff. I will do Psst. that. Uh, it's been a long time since I yelled for help. Yeah. And let me tell you, the start off the new year, the first day, screaming for help, being soaking cold, well, still wasn't as bad as coming home with 70, 80 pounds of blue cat. So it was, it was a good It was worth it. Yeah. I I tell you honestly though. And here's the thing: now you got your yelling for help out of the way for the whole year. That's right. I I, I thought I was swimming for sure. I was inches from. I was inches from. I'm glad you're all right because as much as we laugh, that could have been. It could have got ugly. Could have got really ugly. Well, honestly, while it was happening, it was pretty serious. It felt yeah. it felt ugly. I yeah. thought I was because think about it: had I fallen off, the prop could have got me in the head. Oh yeah. The kayak could have ran me over. Anything. Like you would have definitely got hit in the head with something. You yeah, because you would have fell around. off and the kayak yeah, would have been spinning around yeah. you. Could have got pretty ugly. Yeah. I don't want to tell people that all the scars on my face are from a two horsepower motor. <laughs> <laughs> two horsepower you need, a better, you need a better story than that. <laughs> I would have went right back to the raccoon that chased me deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. I well, believe that, uh, I believe hopefully the, the weather. Now, here's the crazy part. Now, it's. Yeah. 
eight degrees this morning. Yeah. Yeah, if that. Mm-hmm. It's cold. Four days from now, it's supposed to be 66 or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. 65. We're going to head back down on Monday. That right. And try her again. And so, just like we said about being prepared mm-hmm. and organized, I know what not to do now and take two anchors in the big river because you mm-hmm. here's a, clip it, that it kill seem, switch on your life jacket yeah, yeah. So yeah. it don't seem like a big thing not to have an anchor you lose your anchor but when you're in the big river it's yeah. a big thing you need an anchor you can get in trouble real quick um if you can't stay put or your motor don't start yeah um because let me tell you when i was drifting you cover a lot of ground in the Potomac. Real quick, I guess. Real yeah. quick. There's it's, no way you'd paddle. It's tidal, so the oh, current wow. gets pretty... You blink, pretty, you're 100 yards the, down the river. What's yeah. the dam situation like in the Potomac? The, is there a lot of dams? Only dam that's closest, I think, is White's Ferry. Okay. Way, way up river. Now so you're below all that, yeah, so you don't yeah, have to worry about any, anything like that. No, it goes right into the bay where we are. That's one of the things I worry about even trying to go on the Conewago. I don't know where... The dams are the, the dams the spillway. Are. I know a couple of them, yeah. but yeah, I worry about that. Trying to go out for a quick kayaking trip in the yeah. summer with Hunter or something. Yeah. It's like I just don't know where the dams are. We could put in here, we could take out there, but what's in between? Yeah. Well, what's the one we we used to do the float down the yellow breaches? Yeah, and there's a six foot drop off there. Is there? Yeah, yeah. and then it's down cool. below there at that house at that bridge, you can run that chute, but it's a pretty good yeah. chute to go down. Hmm. It's a it's a cross your toes and pucker up till you get to the bottom yeah. type of deal. But there is a six-foot drop-off in the yellow breaches that you have to literally get out and walk your kayak around. I'm sure there's maps that show all of that stuff. I just got to search for it. The sketchiest one I was in this year mm-hmm. was on the Susquehanna right below Penn's Creek. It's, uh, it's called McKee's Half Falls. Well, see, that it even is, sounds dangerous. Yeah. It's literally a waterfall. It's yeah. half a fall. Yeah. That's the one you, you, <laughs> you went down that day. Oh, yeah. I yeah. went straight down through it. Really? Never had a problem with the new canoe. It was like a giant nice. bobber floating down through. I have had, Ooh. we're not yeah. we're not in any way affiliated You're with crazy, new man. canoe at the podcast, but yeah. I have had many, many different kayaks. Yeah. And I've had nothing. Had that been in any other kayak, I, I'd have been in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In every kayak I've ever owned. Yep. That kayak has actually made it so that I can go do things I don't think I could actually do in other kayaks. Yeah. Uh, even like even when we go snakehead fishing, I can stand up and fish in the lily pads. That's when you're the... bumping into stumps and things that would throw you off yeah. balance, it's, yeah. I'm still pretty good. That's some of the most amazing stuff that I've seen. And for, for folks listening, go check out Logan's uh, Fish Crazy 2045, right, bud? Yep. On Instagram. And um, just look at some of the stuff he's catching and some of the videos he's got out there. Like you pulled in, I don't want to exaggerate, although I often do. Uh, was it was it a 40-pound flatty? Uh, or all but a 40-pound flatty that you caught on that thing? And you're standing up fighting it. and Got a couple... Within the last few months that we're pushing 40 pounds. Yeah. Off the kayak. Yeah. 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 And so just to see you, you know, fishing out of that new canoe the way that you are and, and the, the fish that you're catching on it and the way you're using it, so cool. And not only that, but people have to remember that we're talking about the middle of winter. It's January. Yeah. You know, we're not yeah. fishing summertime kayaks. We're Since I've got this kayak with its it's opened up winter fishing for yeah. kayak fishing because it it feels safe enough after what i just went through yeah i literally learned what the limits of it is because that was the limits of it yeah. i believe and yeah. it still kept and me you safe. still didn't go over correct Did, were there any other boats out there any other anybody else fishing i guess there was one other dude running around yeah there's a couple guides oh okay. that were running around still yeah no kidding this is a prime time right now for is blue it? cats. Yeah. Big ones. Didn't, for the didn't big some guy just get a 76? 75. 75. That was two days ago. That was a dolphin. Yeah. Did you see yeah. a picture of it? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> there's no way. It's a tank. <laughs> it's, Down there it, in the Potomac. It's 40, 49 and a half inches long. It was 75 pounds. My word. Good night. That's where we're hunting coming this Monday. Ooh. So we, we got all the little ones out of the way. Yeah. Now we're going for the big ones. We're going to go to a different spot this coming Monday. We're going to go up into D.C., into D.C. waters. Okay. And uh, 
you know, there's some big ones that hang out up in there. It's same thing though. It's fishing. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. And I've been along quite a, quite a number of stretches of the Potomac on there. There's that whole CNO canal mm-hmm. that, yep. that runs. Um, and when I used to hang out with Brad from Spandavoy and do the, those yeah. races, one of the races we used to run goes all the way down that CNO canal. So there's some beautiful stretches of river down absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yep. Brad keeps saying we need to get down there fishing. I guess he he's not wrong. And there's not just blue cats there. There's big there's there's big bass in there too. There's lots of crappies. Jeez, oh, that thing is huge. Well, you see in the picture of that cat. Yeah. Well, and and Brad had said I think there was is there musky. Oh, I'm in sure. In there too. Yeah, stripers, musky. Yeah, everything. He knows. He knows a guy that lives around. Um, is it Shepherdstown, West yep. Virginia, something yeah, like yeah. that? There's that bridge that runs across right there. Yep. And he knows a guy that lives just up river from that. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, we a could go. We could launch right off of there." Musky up that way. Yeah, that sounds like a must do if you know a guy that you can have water access. Yeah, yeah. He's got a. I think he's got a launch, but I know he's got a little dock. Yeah, because um, they they have some boats. I know. I know. Back when we used to fish tournaments down in this area where we just went fishing, um, even with the jet boats, there are some areas up in there that uh, you can smash a boat up pretty easy because everybody thinks that it's just seventy, you know, fifty foot of water everywhere. It's not. You Mm. can go fifty foot of water to three feet of water pretty quick. (laughs) Wow. You learned about that with I did. Yeah, yeah. With your mom. Yep. My mom taught me that. My mom likes to, or your mom likes to run deep. <laughs> uh, well, no, I I love it. You guys started off the new year the right way. Uh, Pick recently just posted a, a video of like a recap of 2019. Yeah. And just watching some of that stuff that we did, I cannot wait for what 2020 holds because it's going to be, it's going to be epic. You know, I know it, you it overuse that word, but it's going to be. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an, an insight vision of what I see. There's two things that can happen here. We're gonna get you into a new canoe, or I think maybe possibly you. The only thing I think stopping you from getting one once you get down there, blue catfish and snakehead fishing, because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I know you love your kayak, is ultimately if you get the jet boat. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be that'll hold it up. That's gonna be the big hold up. Yeah. Right? yeah, I think. But if I got that big jet boat, then uh I can tag along with you guys and we can go fun places. Yes. I'll just have you guys go out ahead of me so if you rip your shear pen I'll know to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> for there's a first time for everything. You know, and it's something so simple that if we wouldn't have had another one, the trip was over. Yep. Like so yeah. once again, organization know what's up know where your stuff is because yeah. it can ruin your trip real quick you ain't kidding real quick and well logan thanks for hanging out with us tonight buddy yeah no appreciate problem. you coming out and sharing that story you guys killing it on the new year thanks for keeping an eye on catfish out there yeah too. thanks yeah, for, all the thanks time. for catching those fish while he was struggling that makes the story even better now that we know you're okay i mean <laughs> yeah yeah makes the yeah, story yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate it uh, uh stevie mm-hmm Why don't you tell me a little bit about this month's other sponsor? This month is also brought to you in part by Miser Creative LLC. Rutten River Pursuits podcast is a production of Miser Creative LLC. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, or if you need help creating video content for social media, look us up. Give Will an email at will at ruttenriverpursuits.com for more information or pricing options. I do love that Maja Creative. Mm-hmm. Good guys are Hard there. to go wrong with them fellas. Mm-hmm. I you know what I mean? I believe Will at this point would say, we did this current some justice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad the current in here wasn't quite as strong as it was in the Potomac, but I believe we did it some justice. Ryan, where can people find us? Oh, let me let me do that too. Don't forget, you can always check us out, ruttenriverpursuits.com. Head over to all of your social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Look for us at Rutten River Pursuits. Are we still tweeting? We are. Tweet away. Tweet yeah. away. Just go check them out. And the podcast itself, as always, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Go check out that whole back catalog. It's good stuff. And as Stevie loves to say, don't forget to check out them YouTubes. Check out them YouTubes. Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. Go find us out there. That okay. works.
Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. Thank you, boys. Great show. Yeah. See you. Breaking Weedles. News coming. <laughs> <laughs>